Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Along with Jody McDonald, I'm Glenn Mack. Now, Saturday morning, 94, WIP. Let's talk to uh, Chris, see what he's got to say today. Hello, Chris. Mac and Mac, fantastic. I'm fantastic. Thank you. Hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday weekend. Um, Me too. I get to go see my grandkids tomorrow. Yay. Nice. Anyway, you guys were talking about Scott Rowland. I think in, in baseball heaven, uh, Scott Rowland was a Midwestern guy. He was from rural Indiana, and he just didn't like it here. And you go to a place like St. Louis where the fans are so much different than Philly fans. They're supportive. They don't boo. You know, uh, they're not, I guess, I mean, I'm, I've never been there uh, in, in the media, but I, they don't, you know, get on their players. like. Oh, very gentle media. Very, very gentle media. Yeah. So I think that's why he called it baseball heaven, you know. And, uh, you know, I find it difficult to, to, to hate an organization that is so well done. Like, you know, I don't hate the Braves. I hate the Mets. I don't hate the Braves. I admire the Braves. I admire St. Louis. Why was St. Louis able to get Arenado and Goldschmidt? Because they had the resources to get them. You know, that's, that's two I separate prospect. things. Well, hold on. Let me let me interject here. I respect them, but I have no affection for them. You so I, I I appreciate that you respect excellence. Sure, I'm assuming along with that you respect the Yankees and you respect the Patriots and all of these teams are are teams that you that you like and enjoy and appreciate. I choose not to. That's good. Uh, I, I I don't find that hatred within me. I, actually, I was um, you know I was pulling for the Braves to win the World Series last year. I you know it was fun to watch them for a month. You know when my team's out. You know anyway. anyway. For the Celtics this year too? No, no, I hate Celtics. Trying to get the pulse here. Yeah, they're they're pretty good too. If yeah. uh, competency guides your rooting interests, you should have been on the Celtics in the NBA final. I'm just saying I don't hate the Cardinals. I don't hate the Braves. But those natural rivals, you know, those geographical rivals, sure. Okay. You know, there's a bit of that. So last, time I, last time I checked, Braves are in the Phillies division. Well, but, you know, they're not New York. You know? All right. Uh, that's fine. However you draw the line is how you draw the line. So that, yeah. that's fine. What else did you have? John Crook said something during the broadcast last night in, in that inning that they tied the game. It was a beautiful thing the way they tied that game. They took advantage of another team's rare error. Arenado making a, you know just a boot like that, mm-hmm. and they took advantage. They played solid, great, fundamental offensive baseball that inning. They moved runners. They scored runners with less than two outs twice, you know, and they got that game tied. And then they won the game with a long ball, you know. I until the Phillies and Crux said, imagine what the Phillies would be like if they could mix in that kind of baseball on occasion, yeah. along with their power and their bop. Yeah, and you know, that's a good point. That's that's what's got to happen, you know. 
I mean, that's, this is what the Phillies have been the last several years. If, if they don't hit you know, three home runs in a game, they don't score, right? Four home runs, they don't score. So they, they've got to get to the place where they can manufacture runs and play good, solid, fundamental offensive baseball when they, when they have to. You know, that was down at the bottom of the lineup, basically. And then, you know, and then um, Schwerber and, and Hoskins got them home with, yeah. you know, with, without. Chris, you make a very salient point, which uh, almost overcomes your respect and appreciation of teams like the Braves. So I think you pretty much broke even there. One more little thing, please, if you will. If sure, are we going to have to deal with Tyrese Maxey being traded every season? Because I am not for it at all. I <laughs> no. don't want to. No, 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 no. This is a very specialized situation. A top ten all-time NBA player, and he might be twelfth or thirteenth. Don't quit. Top, you want me to draw the line at yeah, top first 20? ballot Hall of Famer? No doubt. There you go. Yeah. When someone like that becomes available and or is desperately trying to talk his way out of the team that he's playing for, that's when Tyrese Maxey's name is legitimately brought up every year because they need to change. No, that's not going to happen. You don't have to sweat this. This is a very special situation we're talking about. All right, a couple things off of what he said. Uh, one, he and he mentioned John Crook. Uh, he mentioned John Crook in making an observation about uh, the game itself. I think John Crook, by the way, is getting better and better as a Phillies broadcaster. Um, I was not the biggest John Crook fan when he started. In fact, I wasn't really that big of a John Crook fan last year. When the Phillies were bad, I felt like he kind of was whining that he wanted to go home. Um, which is not what I want from my my color guy, but I think he's he's having a great year, and and it includes both his baseball acumen and just his story. He was telling a story yesterday about the guy, the shotgun wedding, and all that. He's phenomenal, Jody. He's flippant. He's cynical from time to time. Oh, he's that. some some people don't like that. Apparently, you and I do because I just love listening to Croc. Uh, I didn't have as big a problem as you did last year. That's Croc. It's Croc being Croc, and he's being honest with you. And oh, by the way, Yay can put the Homer hat on anytime he wants. That's what I love about Croc. He he kind of transitions from one to the other seamlessly. He can be the homer after he hits me. Go ahead, home run here, Tom, which the guy's got no home runs whatsoever, but he's projecting because yeah. he's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. And then before you know it, he's taking pot shots at the team because they're not doing what they can do or, or yeah, he can be, be capable he can be of. honest. I agree. He is. I like that. yeah, That's I like why that. he's phenomenal at what yeah. he does. Yeah, he's, uh, he's really good. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, and, and you brought up the Castellano stolen base yesterday, Um. Listen, this is not a team built to win a small ball. I don't know that anybody does that anymore in baseball. That's kind of fallen aside. But do you get a feeling they're more aggressive on the base paths now with the new manager, that, that Rob Thompson? They seem to be stealing more bases to me. Slightly. They, they actually were more aggressive on Girardi than I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be station to station like you read about and wait for that three-run homer to happen. Uh, Girardi was not afraid to put the steal sign on, and the players uh, a lot of times make the decision on their own. Has it ticked up slightly more under Thompson? Yeah, probably. But I don't think there's this drastic change that Thompson's coming in and saying, damn it, we're going to run, we're going to steal bases. Well, they're not. They're not the 79 A's, but uh, okay. All right, maybe maybe you uh, tick up. I'll, I'll settle for ticked up a little bit. Because I see it a l- little bit. Let me, let me get this out there because you made me work during the break. 
I went through all the teams in professional sports and said, do I have a team that fits this question <laughs> that Mac now is asking me? Come on, you got to hate somebody. And the truthful answer is no. But oh. if you said, Jody, pick one, you know, I, I could give you 40 guesses. How many teams are there? Uh, four sports, 30. Yeah, about 120, 120, right? 120. Yeah, I, 60. You, you could take half of the field, okay. and I bet you wouldn't come up with all the right. team. That uh, was... give, me, give me the sport. Football. Football. Uh, Jody hates the Rams. No, but you're right. in the right I'm gonna, conference. I'm going to take three guesses. Jody hates the, the Seattle Seahawks. N- incorrect. All right, one more. Jody hates the Bears. Now you're at least in the right division. Packers? No. Uh, go, go ahead. I can, I can keep going here. Who? The Detroit Lions. <laughs> Why? Because they broke in your heart so many times? Why? No. They're terrible. They are, and that's why it doesn't make sense to me. Why the hell do I hate the it's Lions? Harmless. You're, you're, they're, they're the kittens. They're, they, they're... they kind of are, but and it might be as petty as this. They don't deserve to play on Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm stuck watching uh, that stupid football team every Thanksgiving, and they stink, and their games stink, <laughs> and you have to watch it every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Another one that I would kind of tie that's in a, is... Wait, hold on, because I love that. That's a great reason. That's a really good reason to hate them, because yet. we watch football on Thanksgiving. They're usually the early game, although they switch that around a little bit. And, yeah, it's like, oh, what do we got? Oh, we got the you know the Lions against the Titans. Oh, whoop de doo Right. That's a good and one. The other reason is, and this is kind of like your Scott Rowland thing, it's personal and it's petty, um, Barry Sanders. Great back. Oh, my oh God. My he, he played the game like nobody else, blah, 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 blah. But he was in the NFL the same time as Emmett Smith, who I was a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And everybody, 19 out of every 20 people, not even close, Barry Sanders, so much better than Emmett Smith. Blah, blah. And I thought they were pretty damn close. Uh, people, because Barry Sanders would break off a 45-yard run, they'd look past the fact that he'd lose three or four yards that he'd run around and go backwards and try and use his blocker. Emmett just went straight ahead, got first downs, got into the end zone. He'd always score more touchdowns than Barry Sanders. But because Barry Sanders had more highlight plays that they would show on SportsCenter, people would say, oh, of course, Barry's far and away the best back in the NFL. No, it wasn't. They, They were very close. I love your passion with this thing. That, that 25 years after the fact, you're still 30, uh, but who's counting? Uh, so, yeah, you want you made me think about it. And so you, that's you what came I up came with a great up with. one. When the, when the Eagles in the play, remember the year that they beat them, what, like? Oh, 51, 50 to, 57 to, to 34 or something. And they yeah, scored the touchdown right before half, the yes. Hail Mary pass. Chris Solomon? Is that I, was, I was throwing my hand in the air. Screw the line. Ah, way to go, Eagles. Uh, the Rodney Pete game. It was yes. great. Yeah, that was another one. Roddy is one of those, and this is more of a Philly thing, and shame on me, because I usually decry it about our fans here in town. Yeah, when you leave, you leave. You're out. You're out, Rodney. And Rodney P was a good guy. I always defended. I know I did this with you. I remember us taking this these calls. People got so annoyed at Rodney Pete because he would come off the field smiling. 
yes. after an incomplete pass. Yeah, he would have that weird grin. Yes, it, and, it, he was a precursor of McNabb that way. Right, and that's just the way he reacts. It doesn't mean he's happy. Oh, that means he's happy. He threw it. No, that's just the way he reacts to a bad play, and he's trying to almost not get mad about it, and people would be judging this off that now we at least have 60-inch television screens. Back then it was 20-inch television screens. That They knew exactly what Rodney Pete was thinking, and I defended Rodney Pete to the end of time because I didn't believe that was him, and that was the case. But as soon as he got online, screw Rodney Pete. Yeah, he may uh, go down with nine interception games. <laughs> this is this is the Jody Mack I always love. That's great. That's just great. Um, the Lions. <laughs> Let's go to Jack in Santa Barbara. What's up, dude? Happy Fourth, guys. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Um, I love hearing you guys ham and egg it on Saturday morning. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh I, I told Kyle, yeah, I, 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 I'm I vehement about Celtics hate. <laughs> well, but that doesn't count. You that 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 goes with the territory, right? If there's if there's the natural rivals that you have to hate, Jody, help me out. It would be the Celtics, the Knicks, uh, Mets. I, I guess the Nets, right? The it would, Mets. Yeah, it would be the it Mets. would be the Mets. I would think it would be the Braves. Uh, it would yeah. be the, the other NFC East teams, and it would be the, the, the Devils, the weirdest, Rangers, Penguins. Yeah, the weirdest thing is hockey because there's a bunch of them that are all pretty equivalent. Yeah. That there isn't one standout above the crowd. Uh, you should have disdain for the Rangers, the Devils, and the Penguins well, like, pretty much like, in equal numbers. I, 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 don't, I don't like anything that comes out of Texas. <laughs> all right. So, well, the so then, therefore. State, that's nice. Right. Do you do you dislike the Mavericks? Does that mean anything to you? No, no, no. I'll make an exception. I'll make no, well, an exception. That's, okay. All right. Yeah. No, you know what I'm talking about, Glenn. You you know what part of Texas I'm talking about, but the same part that you detest. Yeah, I got family there, so it's complicated, but yes. I know, but you still... You detest Jerry Jones like I detest. Well, of course, but those are the expected like ones. Jack, the yeah. topic at hand is, is there a team that is not a rival? That there's really no great compelling reason, but you just despise them? Uh, let me think about that. Uh, no, no, i got to go with Jody on that. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> think, think about it, you'll come up with one. I came right, up Jack. with the Lions. Appreciate at some point, you'll come up with one, Jack. I love the Lions being here, and I love the Thanksgiving reason. was really the great reason. Uh, let's sneak in Chris here before the break. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's good to hear you both. Um, so first, John Cruck is a national treasure. Um, my son listens, uh, has MLB pass, lives in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and asked me to text him every time John Cruck says something funny or crazy on the air. So we have a text thread that's hundreds of texts long just about John Cruck and John Cruck. Nice. He was he was really good last night. Yeah, he had a story the other day of him driving by the ballpark one day, and he thought, we have a day game today? Because he saw all these cars going in. So he goes charging into the uh, into the locker room, and there's a bunch of kids in the locker room. And it was a Carpenter Cup game. Day of the night game. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, um, Castellanos, I mean, yeah, I hope that that's something that wakes him up, because it's not the first time he's, he's loped to first base on a ball that, you know, was poked down the, uh, the, the line. And the last time he did it, nobody called him out on it. Hopefully this time somebody called him out on it. Um, and it's not going to happen again. You know, do I think it was him upset at himself 
and that's why he's going to second base on, on a steal. Perfect read of the pitcher. I hope so. I mean, I hope that that sense of life is coming to him because we absolutely need him to light things up if we're going to get there uh, yeah, no doubt. over the course of next month. Yeah, no doubt. He's got to get hot sooner or later. Hoskins got hot. Um, geez, Schwarber's been incredibly hot for the, for more than a month um, with with Harper at somewhere along the line. Castellanos is going to have to win him a couple of games. And, Mac, the reason why I even went down that uh, mental rabbit hole was because it happened earlier this year, at least in my opinion. You remember the night that Alex Bohm got caught lip-reading? Oh, I sure. hate this blank in place. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he had the three-error game and they cheered a, a routine grounder that he played the third. His fielding has actually been much better. He picked up right where he left off last year. Butcher at third base. He has that game. He's got to explain himself and apologize afterwards. He hasn't been near as bad at third base this year. And I'm hoping, thinking, theorizing that that was part of it. So I'm trying to draw that same parallel with Castellanos. Don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm hoping that uh, history kind of repeats itself. I hope so. I mean, the difference is Bohm is, I think, 25 in his third year, and Castellanos is 30. So the chances of him changing are slimmer. But, yeah, I think we all hope so. That's fair. Real quick, did you get a chance to read the Black Echo while you were on vacation? Glenn? I did, I did, and thanks to and thanks, Chris. To another great recommendation by Jody Mack. Jody, I read that book in like two and a half days on the beach, and loved every page of it. Great recommendation by you. Harry Bosch is one of my favorite literature characters ever. Not just last five years, ten years, whatever. I mean, ever. Uh, just tremendously created and continually carried out over the entire series by Michael Conley. You know what's funny about that book? So the book, I, I don't know what year it was written, but it, it's obviously later 80s, early 90s. So there's so many little parts of it that are now so dated, like something happens and he's got to go find a payphone. there's there's all that stuff that make you realize how much the world has changed since that book was written in that things were normal part of life back then don't don't exist anymore exactly Uh, all right 215-592-9490 we're coming up yes we do we check in with ray dinger who who knows i may call him jody uh (laughs) who reached out to me this week and said i want to come on ray has been on since he left at the end of april but he wants to come on to review a movie for what we're watching. So that's coming up. And we will take your calls at 215-592-9494 with Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now Saturday on 94 WIP. All right. Well, it is with Glenn and Ray actually today and Jody Mc. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Donald and what we're watching is sponsored by Got a Door and Window. By any window or door and get the second one at 50% off plus interest free financing for up to 18 months. Call Got a Door and Window today at 1 877 GoGuida or visit them at goguida.com. All right, time to check in with my old partner, Ray Dingeray. You reached out to me this week and said, There's a movie that you got to review, and we're going to give you the time. Before we do that, Ray, uh, I know you've got your play Tommy and Me coming up in Hershey, which yep. is going to be different. Tell people when and how they might get tickets. Yeah, um, the, we're bringing Tommy and Me to the Hershey Theater, which is something I've really, and you and I have talked about this, it's something I really always wanted to do, was to basically bring the Tommy and Me story back to where it all started, which is Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is where I, as a 10-year-old boy with an autograph book, stood outside the locker room and first met Tommy McDonald. Yeah. It's really it's really where it all started. The whole Tommy and Me story started right there uh, and then grew on to what it became where the two of us both wound up in Canton, Ohio. And, uh, the, uh, and, I, and I knew the Hershey Theater was there and it's been there for a long time. It's kind of an institution. I always thought, how cool would it be to bring this story back to uh, the place where it all began? So we, we've, we've now going to have a chance to do that. Uh, the play is going there in August uh, for just three performances. Uh, it'll be August 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, and um, I was talking to the Hershey Theater people this week, and they're delighted. They've already sold over a thousand tickets for the three wow. performances. Nice. So it's um, so it's been very well received. And for the folks in Central Pennsylvania, up that way, Lancaster, Elizabethtown, Harrisburg, out that way, you know, a lot of them they know about the play, but they've never had a chance to see it. So now we're we're actually bringing the play to Hershey, and folks are turning out. So if you're interested uh, in going up there, it's a Thursday night, a Friday night, and then a Saturday matinee. If you're interested, uh, just go to the Hershey Theater, hersheytheater.com, uh, and you'll see the icon for Tommy and me. You click on that and order your tickets, and uh, I look forward to seeing you. Nice. Very nice. All right. So Jody uh, and I have been uh, doing what we're watching over the last few weeks, and we've actually seen a couple of TV shows. Jody, you uh, still checking out uh, The Old Man? 
uh, watch the episode. I think it's episode four now, uh, the other night, and I thought Ooh. it was, uh, once again, very good. You're one ahead of me with Jeff Bridges. Ray, you would like it. Uh, actually, Ray, you don't even need to stream for that. You get it on FX if you want. I know. I know. I'm, and I, I really like Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I, I, well. really, I, I really, really, I've liked him from way, way back. Uh, well, and, uh, and, and I understand You're retired this. now. You've got the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's. Um, I, th- I think he's really good, and uh, and I've read really good things about this. So I'm looking forward to watching it as well. All right. However, you did go to the movies, and you loved what you saw. Tell us about it. I did. I uh, uh, I went to see uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is the the sequel to the uh, the original Top Gun, and it's gotten. It's gotten amazingly. It's, it's well. There are two things about it. The fact that a lot of people are going to see it is not a surprise. I mean, people were dying to see this movie. It's they, they knew it's been. It's been. It was made five years ago, uh, and it's and it's just sat on the shelf all this time. Uh, had great buzz the whole time, uh, and uh, and Tom Cruise as the executive producer uh, basically put his foot down and said, no, 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 no. I, even though COVID is is shutting down movie theaters and people aren't going to the movie theaters, we are not selling this to a streaming service. This is not a movie that should be seen on a television screen. If people are going to get the full Top Gun experience, they need to see it in a movie theater. And he was a hundred percent right. Um, the 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 visual power of this, the the visceral quality of the aerial photography is just incredible. It really is. I mean, it when you watch this movie, especially especially if you get just go see an IMAX, um, you really do, you really do feel like you're flying the plane. It's it's just amazing. I mean, you feel the the takeoff when they're launched off the aircraft carrier, uh, that acceleration that I mean, you feel it. It it pushes you back in your seat. Uh, and when they actually fly the mission, where they're sort of diving in and out of these canyons to hit this really remote target, um, I mean, you're dipping and diving with the pilots. It's it's really something. I mean, it it really is. It's you know, it has it has some of the same limitations that the original Top Gun had in the fact that the, the script is just kind of okay, and there's some corny aspects to it. Right. Um, I remember Roger Ebert in reviewing the original Top Gun had a great line where he said, "Watch out for the scenes where the people actually talk to each other." <laughs> in other words, in other words, in other words, dialogue is not the strength of right. Top Gun. It's all about the action, and that's kind of true of this too. Uh, but because the technology has improved so much in the 36 years since that first film was made, um, th- this this is, this is a movie-going experience far far exceeds the original Top Gun. I recommend it highly. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, good. Um, that 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 sounds great. Uh, let me ask you a question and ask Jody the same question. Because Tom Cruise is obviously this, that this is he's the movie, right? It's it's Tom Cruise. Yes. Are although, there... although, my, although Miles Teller, uh, the young actor from actually from Downingtown, he's a yeah. local guy, yeah. um, is is quite good in this. Uh, people, uh, his most notable movie role to this point was the uh, was the uh, the young drummer in Whiplash who gets bullied by J.K. Simmons in that movie, um, and that was the first time I ever saw him. I thought, boy, this kid's really good. Uh, and he's now grown up, and he kind of he's he's kind of the second lead in this, and he's quite good. All right, but all due respect to Miles Teller, and I heard him on WIP last month. He was very good on the afternoon show. But Tom Cruise is is maybe the last big movie star. My mm-hmm. question, my question for Jody, and then for Ray, is there someone who he or she has a movie at, and you're just going to go see it? Jody, is there anybody for you? It's like oh. Look who's got a movie. I'm going. I'm going to disappoint you again because the answer is no. You keep asking me these questions. That it's I all right. No is good. No is a fine answer. I, well, and if there's one, it would be Tom Hanks. 
because uh-huh. he's just okay. su- a superior actor to anyone the last 25 years. Uh, but I've gone and watched some Tom Hanks stinkers, and yeah. it's just because it's Tom Hanks that I go. Uh, but he would be the only one that would fall into that category for me. Let me just uh, add to Ray's review. I've not seen it, but I will give you the review of someone whose movie appreciation I hold on high, and that's my daughter. She works in entertainment for Comcast and movies, uh, promotions and stuff like that. She got to go to uh, a premiere in New York. They took her division up to see it in New York before it hit the theaters. And she texted me on the way home and said, best action movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. And she's in her 20s. She's not as old as the three guys on the phone right now who have seen more movies than she has, but this is now uh, her ballywick. This is what she does on a day-in, day-out basis. And she said, Dad, if you don't go see this within the next week, you're an idiot. So I'm an idiot because I haven't (laughs) seen it yet. But my daughter went and saw it, and she certainly wasn't even alive when the first one was made, but understands the back and had to study the back stuff to promote it for Comcast and like, and she said it was the best action movie she's ever seen. Nice. All right, so, Ray, is there any, because, you know, we've talked about this a lot, is there any actor who, he or she has a movie out, Ray Dinger's going? Uh, I'm with Jody. Uh, I really like Tom Hanks. Uh, And I'm probably on, I know I'm going to go see Elvis, not because I'm a big Elvis fan, because Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker, and I'm just interested. Yeah. Uh, but but I am I'm also a Tom Cruise fan, and I have been for a long time. Uh, I'm not that you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Mission Impossible series, but I've gone to see all of them, and I think they're varying. Some of them have been quite good. Some of them just kind of so-so. Yeah. But I go to see them because I, I think I think Cruise, even at the age 60, can pull off the action thing really well. And um, and in this, he's he's really good. And there's a they bring Val Kilmer back as Iceman, um, uh, and uh, there's a there's, he's not in much because obviously his own health is his own health is pretty fragile right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the meeting, they only have one scene together. But it's 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 really well done. I mean, Kilmer does a good job, and it's the one moment where you know Tom Cruise kind of walks away from being the cocky maverick, and you kind of see some humanity there. And it's a pretty powerful scene. But the real movie, and I'm sure Jody's daughter is reacting to, is are the flight scenes. They, I mean, they will just take your breath away. They're really that good. All right, well, we have you, Ray. We're going to ask you about a couple other things. Let's start with the Eagles. Not a lot of news really going on, but uh, I think you and Jody and I all saw the other day the the odds came out for every single game in the NFL for each team up until the last two games. Right. And the Eagles are currently, and Jody and I will probably discuss this more later in the show, but the Eagles are currently favored in each of their first four games. Ray, could they could they start the season 4-0? Yeah, um, it's not impossible. You know, it, it really isn't. I'm, um, I'm thumbs way up on this team right now. I really am. I think they have a chance to be. I think they have a chance to be really good. Um, I think that they're significantly improved uh, since the end of last season. Uh, I thought they did a really good job in the draft. Um, you know, Glenn, you know what I what I thought about that Georgia defense all last year, oh, all yeah. last college football season. Every week, all like whenever I did my college football preview, I just I kept coming back to Athens, Georgia, and I kept saying, "You got to watch this team. This is the best best college defense I have ever seen." Uh, and uh, and now, lo and behold, you got two of the best players, probably the two best players off that defense, are now going to be wearing Eagles jerseys this year. So that's exciting. 
The addition of A.J. Brown, I think, uh, certainly is going to help the young quarterback. Um, I look for Nick Sirianni in his second year to be an even better coach. Uh, and I think the schedule, and you just talked about it, I think the schedule really lays out in their favor. In addition to still being in a division that's not that great, um, you look at the two, the two other divisions that they play uh, are not terrific. Um, there's, and their schedule top to bottom, I think, is very favorable. So, you know, if they get out of the summer okay and they don't lose any players and they can stay reasonably healthy over the course of the season, yeah, I think they have a chance to be really good. It all, you know, it all comes back to the quarterback. But um, I'm one of those people that I expect to see a big improvement from the kid. I think, uh, I think he's going to be good enough that, uh, that this team, to me, they, they absolutely look like they're going to go back to the playoffs and maybe this time go back and do some damage. All right, Ray, I've got a what-you're-watching question for you. Um, tomorrow evening, will you be in front of a TV watching a potential Philadelphia championship as the Stars battled the Stallions in the remake? We had a remake of Maverick. We can have a remake of the USFL, and it can be another Philadelphia championship, even though they've been nowhere within 1,000 miles of Philadelphia this whole time. Will you be watching the Stars and the Stallions in the USFL championship game? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably, probably not. Because I, I mean, honestly, I, I haven't watched a minute of it, um, the, the whole thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to put them down, and I'm not trying to poo-poo what they're doing. Um, fine for them. Good, good. I, you know, I, I hope that it's successful. I, listen, I was a big fan of the original USFL. Not so much the World League. I thought the World League was kind of a joke, but I thought the USFL was pretty good. Uh, and I thought the Philadelphia Stars, the first incarnation of them, were really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the team. You've, you've, you're, there's a guy going in the Hall of Fame this year uh, who has played on the Philadelphia Stars, and that's Sam Mills. Uh, and they had a great coaching staff, and they were a very professional organization at the time that the Philadelphia Stars were playing in the '80s. Um, they were a much better run organization than the Eagles were because the Eagles were post Dick Vermeil, Marion Campbell was the coach. They were sort of falling apart under Leonard Toes. Uh, and at that time, the Philadelphia Stars looked more like a professional football team than the Eagles did. Uh, but this new incarnation of it, uh, they got the same colors, they got the same jerseys, but I'm not fully behind it. Look, I'm, if they win the championship, good for them, but uh, I doubt that I'll be watching. There you go. All right, real quick, 20 seconds or less. Ray, your reaction to USC, UCLA, and now what is it, maybe Washington, Oregon, uh, going into the Big Ten? Um, I kind of saw this coming. Because um, the you know the Big Ten, it's really a, it, it it you know when you consider what the history of the Big Ten and the Pac and the, what used to be the Pac Ten used to be, mm-hmm. uh, I mean they were like brothers. You know, I mean every, every year the big college football game was you know the granddaddy of them all was the Rose Bowl and it was the champion of the Big Ten playing the champion of the Pac Ten, uh, and they were like business partners uh, to see to see the two glamour schools jump into the Big Ten just kind of tells you where college football's gone. I mean, the Big Ten felt like it had to do something uh, to gain some ground on the, on the SEC. Uh, and they have done that in a big way now. But we, what you've got now is that, you know, college football and all of college sports now is just kind of a, a big alphabet soup, you know. And, it's, and you've got the SEC and you've got the Big Ten, and then you kind of got everybody else. And I don't, I don't know if that's a healthy situation, uh, but I think – the business, the business forces, and basically the money were just driving it in this direction. So I didn't know if it was going to happen, when it was going to happen, but I, I knew it was going to happen. I had heard rumblings about this, but it's, it's just going to be so weird 
to talk about a Pac-12 yeah. without Southern Cal and UCLA. Yeah, right. a big rivalry between, between Rutgers and UCLA. But there you go. Ray, it is a pleasure. Uh, I hope to see you soon. We'll catch lunch. And uh, one more time, the play is coming to Hershey. What's the dates? Uh, we'll be at the Hershey Theater, uh, Tommy and me, August 18th, 19th, and 20th. And I uh, hope to see you there. I think it's going to be absolutely great. Beautiful. Ray, take care and, and watch the old man. <laughs> I will do that. Hey, listen, right. it's great talking to you guys. Right, take it's care. It's a pleasure. Take care. Thanks, there you Ray. Go. There you go. You know he hasn't watched a TV show since The Sopranos? No. No, it's true. Do you, you don't know, Jody? When none. I was You mean none. 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 When I was working with him for 21 years, and we do this every week, he goes to movies, which, you know, I respect. He goes right. to theaters. And I would say, Ray, there's this show that's streaming on Netflix, on Amazon Prime, on Hulu, on Disney+, Plus, on Apple, and you would love it. And, Jody, I went so far. I said, Ray, I started with three months. I ended up saying, Ray, I will pay your subscription to any streaming service for six months if you promise to watch one show. Couldn't get him to do it. I don't make the same not, offer. With not you. even not even Heisenberg, which is no. part of the open that we're still playing. Yeah, with I know. You and Ray, uh, yes, he, he, you couldn't talk him into that. No, I got to cut a new open. By the way, yes, no, I couldn't get him to do it. No, no. Uh, anyway, that's no. Ray. He's he's a man of uh, his he's positions. A, I believe iconoclast is the word that that fits. All right, that's we got to hit a break. Two one five. 592-9494. Keith Pompey of the Inquirer joins us at noon. We got your calls before that. Hey, are you tired of dealing with your old drafty windows and doors in your house? Maybe it's time you finally go Guida. The great people at Guida Door and Window will help make your window and door replacement project more affordable with their buy one, get one half off sale. Here's the deal. For every door window you buy, you get a second one at 50% off, and you can mix and match the savings to suit your own needs. Buy an entry door, get half off a storm door. Buy a patio door, you get 50% off a window. If you need to replace all the windows and doors in your house, well, you save 50% on half the project. The more you need, the more you save. Plus, Guide is making it easier for you to afford your project with no money down and interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Act Now offers for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guide today. Schedule a free no obligation in home estimate at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go G U I D A dot com. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. All right, well we we can go. That was the TV play-by-play of when Bryce Harper got hit and broke his wrist. And uh, I guess the visuals kind of carried that one. You yeah. Can, you can tell by Tom McCarthy's voice that it's not good. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we are joined by our doctors from Cooper Bone and Joint, Dr. David Gelt. It gives us the pleasure of speaking to him today. All right, Doc, this is going to be pretty vague because we don't, we really don't know what we don't know. And we, yeah. we, we do know that Bryce Harper had surgery on Wednesday. What we don't know is what bone or bones he broke, whether he got a pin. Uh, so I guess the question I can ask you is the theoretical, what are we hoping for and what are we hoping against with this when we get the news? Yeah, so um, you know, from what I was reading, and obviously the uh, the pictures are pretty gruesome. Unfortunately, you know, it didn't hit his face or anything of that sort. But 
with the thumb, you know, the biggest thing with the thumb is it's an opposition, you know, digit, so it's good for gripping, and that's why it's difficult. You know, if it was like a ring finger or something else, it's not as significant. Um, but what most likely they did is either put a pin in it or a wire just to stabilize it, and it doesn't necessarily heal. It just keeps it in place so it doesn't move or get shifted, and then you just don't let it heal. At the same time, because you can put that in there, you can start moving a little earlier than if you just cast it and let it heal. Um, so you can start doing a little bit of rehab a little earlier. So best case, you know, if we're thinking hopefully six weeks. Um, so, you know, we're thinking about end of August or early September. So hopefully, you know, it comes back for the run. Doc understood that you see most of your patients after the fact. If something has yeah. happened, then you get to uh, examine them thereafter. You certainly question them about what happened and the like. We just played a clip of uh, the television broadcast. And the, the guys were so upset they didn't really add much commentary. The thing that yeah. was uh, gripping to me was you could see Harper's hand shaking as he was just holding his hand. He was in so much pain that he couldn't keep his hand in place. Is that telling? Should we have known immediately? Oh, shoot, it's broken because of the way that he was shaking at that time. I know that's not the way you usually you get your yeah. patients, but I'm sure it's happened to you from time to time. What, uh, what was your, if you were watching at that time and or the way I'm explaining it, uh, what did you read from that? Yeah, I mean, I have a pretty good idea when you have a, a 97 mile, mile an hour fastball coming at the thumb. You know, everybody's hit their thumb with a hammer or banged it and you know it's, it's hurting, but when you have a baseball hit it that, that fast, you know, you know, there's something that's going on and just the bone just can't handle that. So I wasn't surprised that there was something broken there. You know, fortunately for him, it didn't seem like it was, you know, out of this, out of, it was a little displaced, I think, from what they said, but the fact that there was a question if they were going to do surgery or not is a good sign. But hopefully it'll come back. You know, the good thing is, uh, you know, Derek Hall, you know, he's taking his place in the beginning. And, you know, he's had a, he's had a nice little, uh, sure. I was, I was actually going to ask you guys, I don't know if I'm sure there's a stat. What's the, uh, the record for, First career hits in uh, consecutive home runs for a person. Do you know that? And the MLB? Well, it caught me by surprise. Yeah, not I, off I, the top of my head. I know yeah, that I know. he is, what do we say? He's, he's the three ninth now. player in the last 60 years with three home runs in his first three games. You asked a different question than that. I don't know that there's ever been a player to hit four home runs in his first four games. He's got the chance for that this afternoon. So yeah. that, that would be pretty impressive. All right, I have two questions for you unrelated to any of this, but things we've been talking yeah. about today. All right. Yeah. Is there a team that's not a rival of the, one of our teams, so not the Celtics, not the Cowboys, right, that you, Dr. David Gelt, just dislike for some reason? In professional or college, or it doesn't matter? Uh, I would I would say professional, but I'll, I'll accept college. Um. I mean, there's there's rivals that I have just for personal reasons. Um, no, no, it can't be a rival. Like you yeah, went to I know, yeah, I understand, undergraduate. I understand. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, I have to think about it. I mean, uh, there's some teams, I guess, just because of certain players I, I wasn't a big fan of. Um, but I have, to, I have to think about it. All right, uh, well, that, that's fine. Sure you can come back yeah. with that next week. Here's my yeah. second question. Yeah. Is there anybody who he or she makes a movie – I guess we could say TV show, too. But he or she creates uh, uh, something, and you, Dr. David Geltz, say, like, I'm going to see that. Yeah, there's a few. I think uh, first comes to mind is uh, Morgan Freeman, I think. Um, Ooh, that's a good answer. Been up there. Um, you know, there's, anytime it's on the 
on TV, I'll stop to watch it, no matter what, he's, what movie it is with him. So I would probably have to say that at the first, off the top of my head. That's a, that's a very good answer, because Morgan Freeman does not do bad work. Yeah. There you go. All right. Doc, it is always a pleasure, my friend. All right. Thanks, guys. Have, have a good great one. holiday. Happy holiday. Yes, Happy you do. Well. Have a great holiday. You know who uh, I would put on that list for me, Jody? Who? Denzel. Yeah. Denzel does good stuff. Denzel or Morgan? One or the other. Which one is it? Denzel. Over Morgan, huh? Well, because he's more of a lead guy. Uh, Morgan Freeman will all, often be a, I don't want to say secondary character, but Denzel is more of a of a movie star. Yeah, oh, I would certainly agree with that, but it's close. That's that's a great comparison because they're completely different actors. One's a, right. uh, like Tom Cruise, an, an action hero, and the other one is uh just a complete and total thespian. Um, wow, that I would lean toward Morgan Freeman, as a matter of fact. Uh, but it is damn close between both of those guys. I asked my wife during the commercial break who she would put on the list. Tom Hanks. She went Hanks too, huh? She went Hanks. If I'm keeping good company of Judy Macnow and Ray Dinger, <laughs> I'm happy with my pick. Thank you very much. And I do want to see that Elvis movie. I think that's going to yeah. be pretty good. Oh, yeah. Same here. Yeah, all right. 215-592-9494. He's Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack. Now we're going to talk some Sixers hoop. What does all this mean that's been happening in the last week? And what chance, if any, realistically, do they have to get Kevin Durant? Keith Pompey, who does a terrific job with the Philadelphia Inquirer, will join us next. Jody Mack and Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.